Are we live yet? Uh, why'd I hear two dings? I think we're going. Ding, it's going. Ding. It's going. Say something. Oh, God. All right. It's official. Everyone, welcome to Start to Continue podcast number 31. Even though there's been debate on that. Yeah. <laughs> 31 with an asterisk. I guess it's 31 now. Yeah. There's no A, B. You hear that, Kevin? 31. <laughs> Kevin was just agreeing with me, and it made sense. The Mark Marin special should have been its own thing. It's a little side project. Oh, it's too late now. Anyways, my name is Bill. I'm Joe. And uh, we do a little free form uh, podcast where we talk about uh, just about anything, whatever comes up, whatever suits our fancy. And we're not very long. We go for about an hour. And uh, if this is your first time joining us, welcome. Welcome to the big show. Glad to have you. Finally, you're with us. Lucky we even had a show tonight because Bill was watching the Habs play. I don't don't so want they, to talk about it. Oh, they lost, right? So what? Where are they up in the series now? Two one? No. No, it's three to nothing now. For who? Stranglehold. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's up three nothing. So you lied to me. And we have Montreal has yet to beat them the entire year. That's ten wins in a row for Tampa Bay. It's uh and this piece of shit. This one was lost in the last second of the game. Super frustrating. Uh, I was not happy. Uh, but I did check when the game was looking like it was going to overtime. I checked the computer to see if you were still, if you were, you know, on the network. And it sh- clearly showed you hadn't logged in sure. in like a couple weeks. So I knew uh, I wasn't holding you up. I so was I here 20 minutes waiting for your ass. Really? Falling asleep on the computer. Right. Yeah. yeah I was well, a little, uh, the first part might be right. Uh, no. Yeah. I was waiting 20 minutes. That's right. That was <laughs> the part that was right. <laughs> Dude. What? Uh, well, why didn't you text me then? Call me. Say I'm ready yeah. to go. Because you would have got angry like you always do. Yeah. I am angry tonight. That game was so frustrating. I don't get this Tampa Bay team. They're not, they're not that good. I don't, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I wish I could talk to you about it, but you know, nothing about sports or hockey in general, hockey or sports in general, right? Wrong. Wrong. List off for the listeners. What sports I listen to or watch. Go ahead right now. I can't think of any. Show them, how well, show them how well you know me. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Baseball, but that doesn't really count. Bowling. Uh, what else Boxing. do you watch? Boxing. Darts. The darts no. is cool, but I don't watch it. Baseball, boxing, MMA. Those last two is just because you're like posing to get in with your buddies in the sausage party with that. Right, I don't know how you can think hockey is more manly than boxing or MMA. It's one well, step, because it's one step away from uh, figure skating. Okay, <laughs> MMA is too much grabbing at each other's genitals and pulling on them, or it's not punching in the face or trying to break uh, limbs or anything like that. No, yeah, totally, man. Holding each other. 
Listen, listen. Big guy Don't. like you should be all about that. What? What's that mean? What's that? Is that oh. a shot? Oh, now I can hear you better. <laughs> yeah, now you're throwing insults at me. This is ridiculous. Well, who's been attacking me the first? Oh, Christ. Why are people even listening to this at this point? Just uh, listen to Joe attack me. God damn it. Oh, defending is more like it. <laughs> anyway, what'd you do today, man? No uh, you do? Nothing. Nothing. That's Next. exciting. All right. I'm glad I asked. <laughs> Listen, it's we're finally uh, doing a podcast, um, a normal podcast again, like the old days. It seems like it's been forever. What are you talking we about? Mark, we did no the Mark Maron special. Yeah. And that wasn't really like our normal conversation podcast. And then before that, we did that awesome show with uh, Duke from Retro Nonsense. That was a ton of fun. Yep. And uh, I guess it was me and you before that, the episode before that, right? Probably. Um, yeah, that was good. Are you enjoying the interview kind of shows, or are you enjoying just the me and you kind of shows? Uh, I'll be honest, man. I think I'm enjoying both, but... Pretty much it all depends what kind of mood I'm in. Yeah, that's that's usual so, with you. No, but it's certainly interesting talking to those guys. Like when we talked to Kevin and we talked to Duke, it was just nice to get their perspective on everything and uh, seeing what's going on in their lives because, you know, they're interested in the same things that we are. So, Yeah, for sure. And, uh, I think you're you nervous. Know, Kev, Kevin's from here and Duke's from uh, uh, Baltimore, right? Area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think you're always nervous when I uh, pitch a guest to you, and uh, you're always, oof, hold on a second. I got to know everything about them. I and, like being prepared. <laughs> but you never, but yeah, okay. But you don't prepare, really. Well, because you don't give me enough time. It's, hey, we got a guy coming on tonight. <laughs> yeah, you had eight hours to prepare. What's yeah. the big deal? Because I got two kids, and I got a wife, and uh, that's no time to prepare. I need like uh, a week. I knew the Duke one, we would need no preparation because I knew we shared so many things and uh, interests and uh, nostalgia and whatnot. Yeah, man, by the end of, it, end of it, I was jacked because it went off so well, I thought, and such a great conversation. And uh, as you know, we record this through Google Hangouts, which records directly to YouTube. And as soon as we were done that show... Uh, it wasn't showing up on YouTube. <laughs> and that was, so was that was racing. a few moments of fear there, right? It was racing through my head. It's like, oh, God, how are we going to explain this to him? That's the first thing he said to me. This is so embarrassing. Because <laughs> <laughs> seem like fucking amateurs. That's right. By then it showed up and all was good. Yeah, I wonder what the delay was. I think uh, it's such a big file. It just takes a takes a second to process that it's there. And yeah, it was a while hunting for it. And finally it popped up. But it, that was scary moments because as professional as we are, we don't record even a backup. So <laughs> maybe uh, you should you should get on that, shouldn't you? I should. We're a little limited in equipment at the moment. We don't have, uh, yeah. we all can't be like Kevin running out buying soundboards and all that stuff buying whatever he wants at any given moment. Speaking of which, that soundboard, 
how did you enjoy that when we were listening to him on the overnight there doing his little DJ on uh, Twitch? Is that it? Listen, we shouldn't be talking about him anymore on our show because then he makes fun of us for talking about him. Oh, does he? <laughs> yeah, he does. Remember, he called us the uh, Retro Fandango wrap-up show. Son of a bitch. <laughs> that mother. How oh, that mother. He? Uh, How dare he? I don't like him being funny. Well, it's like uh, he gets a lot of flack on the boards and one. I read one comment about him. I think it was, uh, uh, I don't know, someone's video or something. And the guy said, I don't always agree with Kevin's views or ways, but blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Kevin's ways? He doesn't agree with his ways? What, what does that mean? What could that mean? Uh, you know him better than I do. Hmm. Don't agree with his ways. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Maybe in the way that he records things or uh, views or his opinions or presents them across the air. I don't know. Well, that would that's his views, but what would his ways be? Like, does he does he beat women publicly or something? Uh, and I don't know. Maybe that's it. I doubt it. <laughs> but you're right. That radio show he put on, we were at, uh, where were we? Can, can I say we were at work? No. We were working away. We were hard Fuck. at work. We were hard shit. at work. We were hard at work. And uh, someone had that on in the background. How about that? It helped us work harder. That's it. Yeah. And uh, no, I thought it was great because we were calling out requests and we were busting his balls and he was busting our balls. Yeah. I think he had a well, massive like, audience that night too. Of uh, two. <laughs> Me and you. <laughs> Which counted as one listener, but it was still pretty good. It was so good that my next day driving into work, I was kind of like, man, I wish there was uh, a way I could tap into that radio show again. You know what I liked about it was it reminded me of, and I think it's something that's sorely missing, or at least it has been for me in a long time. Is remember the uh, years and years ago when they used to do the uh, sort of like the f whatever it was like the Friday night special or Saturday night special on the radio where you'd you'd call in your hits or something and your your requ your requests and they would play it for you. Mm hmm. Never, I don't even know if they do that anymore because I barely listen to the radio. I just, I'm more of a podcast listener now, but I was just like, you know, used to look forward to uh, seeing if they would ever play your, your request on the radio or anything like that. Yeah. I forget what radio true. stations used to do that. It wasn't like Q107 or anything, but. Um, I think still on Psychedelic Sunday on Q107, he'll take requests. It'll be an all request hour or something. No, but this was more like a. You know, the Friday night dance party nonsense or whatever, right? Mm. Yeah. There are still some good broadcast radio shows out there. Uh, what was I listening to the other day coming in on CBC? He's got... Uh, shit. Uh, Randy Bachman's radio show. I have no remember, idea. Remember I was... T what the hell's the title? I was telling you about it. Vinyl something... Some play on play on the word vinyl. Anyways, it's really good because he's got all of his stories to go along with it, you know? So 
that's a really good radio. I forget what night it's on, but really good radio show. Like he went on for for um, about fifteen minutes with a story about the opening chord to uh, um, the Beatles' uh, "Hard Days Night." You know that opening? Oh, really? Wow! It's like several different instruments doing different things, and he broke it down string by string, base basically. Yeah, it's pretty good. Must be nice to have stories like that. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a new album out too, I think. It's going back to the basics. Blues. Neil Young appears on it. Really? Yep. Didn't we listen to um the other day? Didn't we listen to a new uh, Neil Young thing where was he playing new songs or has he got a new album coming out? And yeah, he does what have another it? album coming out. That's what it was, yeah. It's some some political thing again, I think. Or topical. Yeah, but the one we listened to, I actually really enjoyed it. And I haven't been a fan of his stuff for quite some time, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, it was some show where he was playing with uh, Willie Nelson's kids, I believe. Willie Nelson's Oh, that's sons. right, on the stage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, stage. it was some shaky cam. wasn't very good camera work, but we got to sample. The, the song was reminiscent of some really old stuff of his, so I think that's why I enjoyed it. And it didn't sound political, too, so that was another good thing. God, I wish I could, he'd go back to his old days of just playing music for music. Doesn't always have to have a message, right? But I guess that's what he's all about, too, so. Yeah. He's there with Ohio. Mm-hmm. So, what did you prepare for us today? Now that we're deep into the show. Um, I thought we'd just uh, freestyle it. So you got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> That's not that I enough. I was busy all day today, man. I, I know. I, I can hear the, the regular uh, excuses coming. That uh, dropped the kids off, went to the basement, plowed away there on some work. Got... Uh, meant to run out and do some errands, but didn't have time for that. I wanted to play some video games today because I picked up... Um, what the hell did I pick up the other day? Oh, the... Uh, let me just grab it. Here. Yeah, I picked up the Diablo 3 and uh, the God of War Ascension for like... Uh, what was it? 20 bucks for both? $21? And they're brand new, right? Yeah, brand new sealed. I went into uh, Best Buy, and they had um, I uh, in their uh, not not the bin, but on their PS3 shelves. Yeah, sorry, these are PS3 games. Uh, they had a bunch of clearance items. So if you bought two clearance items, you'd get twenty five percent off the price. And I thought these would be two games. Like I played the God, I played all the other previous God of War games, like the first uh, three. So I haven't tried this Ascension one, so I'm looking forward to that. And then the last time I played Diablo was, uh, I think it was the first or second Diablo, and it was on the uh, computer. So did you figure out if those are hack and slash games or not? Kevin, get back to you. No, I didn't. Um, I think, he said, I think he said something witty, but it wasn't clear. 
well, the Diablo, Diablo, I would say is. Yeah. I don't know how it plays on the PlayStation three because the computer, it was all pretty much a <laughs> click and point kind of game more than anything else. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd probably classify the Diablo three as more of a hack and slash than the God of war. Because at least with the God of War, you got some movement of your character in terms of, uh, you know, deciding what kind of uh, move or finishing move or what special weapon you want to use, I guess. And Diablo is just pretty much you arm your weapon and just run around and and, uh, click, click, click and uh, slash away. Well, actually, I, I did go out today. I uh, I took a peek into the local uh, Value Village again, even though I was just there a week ago. <clears throat> if you remember, I did those live. I was live tweeting from Value Village. I thought that was very exciting when I did that. So I had to take a peek into things again. Uh, what was happening? And I picked up a video game. No, oh. uh, the Assassin's Creed. I am trying to remember what it was called. It's one of the newer ones. I think it's Black Flag. What's that? You just picked it up. Yeah, I just picked it up today. I don't remember what it's called. There's a million of them. I think it's Black Flag, the one that were the old uh, Civil War Navy kind of thing. Remember seeing uh, commercials for that? Anyways, it was like uh, six bucks. Looked brand new condition. So there a ship on the front. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think so. Probably got black flag then. Yeah, that yeah. one's. Um, I think that was the latest one that was released. No, there was one just this past year, wasn't there? <sighs> the one that had all the glitches. It was for the new console. Mm. Mm. So I started playing the one before Black Flag, which was the. It was like the Civil War one, I think. And that, that uh, uh, just stank. Oh, did it? Yeah, it was pretty boring. Oh, crap. Actually, I borrowed that off of someone, and I can't remember who I borrowed it off of now, so I got to. Well, God knows when, I, when I'll when i get a chance to play it, but I thought for that price, I might as well uh, jump in there. And I got an update for you. One of the live tweets I put out, the last Value Village hunt, was they had a trombone in there. Right from uh, Long and McQuaid. In its case, it was beautiful, beautiful condition. It was behind the glass, and they had uh, 1800 bucks on it. <laughs> Can you believe that? So uh, today I checked it out, and they have lowered the price, shockingly. $1,500? Well, they went down to 1000 Wow. 999 I'd say that as a ways to go. And those records I pointed out as being heavily overpriced, they also slash those in half too. Still not enough of a discount in my opinion. What a bunch of scumbags, man. Or are they dummies? Are they just, they don't know or. Well, who gets the money again? Is it, does any of this go to like helping other. Supposedly, supposedly some of it goes to community, but it is a, 
it's it is for profit as far as i know mm-hmm. but uh yeah that was it i came out there with one game what makes them think that the majority of people that shop at value village would pay 1800 bucks for a trombone one of the most sought out instruments in musical band <laughs> i I don't know. I, I played that piece of shit when I was in high school. I was forced. I wanted a trumpet, and they put me on trombone. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you you uh, come How's off to me as a trombone guy. You like to slide it back and forth. Not on a trombone. <laughs> I, I was. Want, I didn't want a trombone because it was like I didn't want to carry that thing back and forth uh, from home to school. Oh yeah, that that's why I wanted the trumpet. I was trumpet. I was leading the way in trumpet. But then it was a stupid band, so that's a useless subject. So I dropped that after after the first year. Oh, that was in high school? Yep. Grade nine. Piece of shit band. Wow. Got that yeah. out of the way fast. Well, should have stuck with it. Why? Should have stuck with it, man. Maybe you'd be doing something with your instruments now instead of staring at them. I like staring at my instruments. They should not be touched or played. Just admired from afar. Yeah. Okay. Like most of my things. I'm looking at my guitar right now. It's on this brand new stand in my corner. I'm looking at my iRig 2 on my shelf. Yet to be plugged in. <laughs> wow, so you're working hard on part two of that video. Yeah. Things like it all turn around when this basement's done, man. Oh, shit. Really? That's the thing. That's the thing holding me up. Hmm. Interesting. Well, uh. My wife won't have anything for me to do. Well, no one can say we're short on content lately on the website and on YouTube, especially since you went on your little excursion last weekend. Oh, to the 80s Toy Expo in Mississauga, Toronto. Yeah, that was fun. I wish I um, I would have bought more, except I made a contact there, um, a transformer contact, a tranny contact that there may be a possibility of buying some items from. So I figured I'd save my money for uh, for this guy because the thing I want is kind of pricey. Hmm. And I'll be well, that. But was, there was, go ahead. What, what? Was the thing you want there at the show? No. Wow. No, it's too big of a. He wasn't sure if he was going to get rid of it, but it sounds like he wants to. So uh, he's away this week. I'm going to touch base with him next week. But um, and yeah, in terms of items, you know, I would have one if I wasn't in a rush. Um. Like I had mentioned before, there weren't that many video games there. I think the ones that I saw I actually took pictures of and put on the blog site. And uh, I picked up five video games, which I'm going to not mention at the moment. So stay tuned for uh, the posting on the blog site for those ones. Those should probably go up. Uh, oh, they might even go up probably this weekend. Hmm. But um, yeah. yeah, like I said, I, and those I the only reason I bought those five was because the guy gave me a great deal on it. So 
her to pass well, away. Well, if, if you're buying them, uh, that must mean they're of a certain quality and completeness. Yeah, they were complete. Um, Ooh, okay. Can you name the vintage? Oh. Uh, what, you mean the system? Yeah. How um, old they are? A little teaser. What decade? 80s. 80s. There you go. So that narrows it down. Mm -hmm. Narrows it down. That reminds me, I just watched, uh, I've been on Netflix quite a bit lately with the Daredevil show, and I saw that the Atari documentary is out now on Netflix. I think it's called Game Over, Atari Game Over, where they go to the uh, landfill site and excavate looking for the carts. Do you remember that? Remember we were reading articles on it? What do you mean? Looking for the, um, not the tea stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. They made a documentary about it and it of course goes into the, into the history of Atari and its downfall. So that was, that was pretty interesting documentary. I, I can recommend it. Hmm. I, I still don't understand all of the mysteries surrounding, you know, the dumping of the carts. Like it, it wasn't that long ago. Why can't you find the guy that signed off on it. Surely that guy's still around. Don't you think? What do you mean? Like the executive? Yeah. Oh, who knows, man? Yeah. It wasn't really he's, that long ago. Yeah. But maybe he was older back then and now he's passed on. Or hmm. just decided not to comment. That's a pretty big, uh, it's nothing to be really proud of, right? I don't know why you'd want to go on record talking about it and saying, you know, I was the guy that that pretty much ran the ship into the into land, right? Well, yeah, it's true, but again, you've got so many years past it. Um, you know, that ship has sailed. I don't know. Man, still, people still remember it though. So only thing I could say that the documentary was a little bit underwhelming when it came to that part of it, but I loved hearing the old stories about the programmers and uh, meeting the programmers and the Atari executives they did grab and seeing the old building, uh, talking about the boom. It was, uh, it's pretty interesting. You should look for it. Mm. When you get around to watching Daredevil, which I've been watching. I've got the first two episodes. They magically appeared. I think I've only got two episodes left. So uh, speaking on TV though, I'm plowing through, uh, what did I watch tonight? Oh, after, uh, well, during the baseball game, cause they were winning. I threw on, uh, the last part of the la latest, uh, flash just to finish that one off. Yeah. So I'm up to date on that now. It's really and good. Man. I think you'd probably enjoy it. Man, I don't it know. It's really quirky and sort of cheesy. And, um, you know, the Arrow did the same thing as well. But uh, Flash is certainly, for me, it's overtaken the Arrow in terms of just enjoyability of watching it. Really, I really like it. That shock. I've checked in on it. It always seems hokey and not. And I've, the latest promo for probably the episode you just watched just turned my stomach. It was so stupid sounding. Some guy growling or something. I am Grodd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, 
didn't make me want to watch it. it was, uh, and again, I don't read the Flash comics, so I have no idea if he's a, a character that he, a villain that he's come across in terms of, you know, something similar like, you know, Batman's got his regular guys that he fights or not. But so the Grodd ended up being um, this, basically this massive gorilla that was uh, tampered with medically, genetically in some way that's given him some, uh, some powers of uh, being able to project mental images onto victims, I guess, or people he doesn't like. And uh, he's actually been developing mentally in stages uh, in terms of intelligence. So now he's become quite a sentient being. Um, so that was, and he wasn't a villain that was captured this episode. So he's still on the loose. The flash wasn't able to, uh, apprehend him in some way, but, uh, the time travel aspect of the show is good in terms of the main bad guy coming, uh, coming to the past to kill the flash. Um, it's just, I don't know. I just find it interesting. Like I said, I've never been a Flash fan. It's kind of like, uh, yeah. you know, it'd be like me, I guess, reading Aquaman or something, right? You know, you recognize him as one of the. Uh, I, I guess they were they were both in what the Justice League is that the same DC? Yep. Yeah. Okay. You know, never really main characters, I guess, but uh, or fan favorites, but you know. That's probably, I think that's another reason why I'm sort of taken with the show is I'm, I'm surprised at how much I'm enjoying the Flash character or their portrayal of him, right? No, okay, man. I don't know. Every time, everything I see is just really young, uh, kind of seems like a dummy. Well, it's his younger version of himself, though. Well, I'll take your word for it. I don't know. Um, and then another show that I know you do like is The Last Man on Earth. Oh, God, yeah. Don't say that's fucking great because it's not. What? But <laughs> I've been pushing through it. What? I hated it the first episode. I almost oh. deleted it off the PVR. What's your name? Does it start with a P? Oh. P. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I got it. Yes, Come uh, on. This guy I've never, I haven't heard anybody say. Well, I'm first off, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Will Forte. Of comedy. Of Will Forte? I can see you not getting the jokes. Is that it? Is, are I they get the jokes. It's just <laughs> it's, the, the chick that he's married to on the show is fucking heinous. I've never that's, liked her. That's the point. That's yeah, the I don't point. like her. I've never liked her. Well, it makes me you, physically sick. You've never liked her. And uh, what else have you seen her in? She's she. I don't know. Yeah. I can't tell you because I she's the she's the type of girl that plays that kind of character in everything she does. Like what? You're an expert in her. What else has she done? She plays the ugly chick. <laughs> That's the reason you don't like her. She didn't appeal to you physically. She's heinous. But speaking of which. Uh, January Jones is looking smoking hot in this show. Yeah, obviously. I, I never liked her in uh, Mad Men. 
Wow. I find her way more attractive in this show. So I'm watching it for her. Well, she has no makeup on or anything or appears to not have makeup on. She's just yeah. very ordinary, just natural beauty. And she's playing the role perfectly. Like, uh, yep. oh, man, it is so good. Personally, I've never been a Will Forte fan. Uh, it, I thought his whole Saturday Night Live run was was just a train wreck. Uh, I liked him as odd Conan appearance, of course, but uh, when he came on as Ted Turner, but I was really shocked at this show. Uh, he's just, he's brilliant. It's just, this show was made for him while well, he made the show. So it's tailored perfectly for his, his style and his brand. What's weird is um, his character is, is a real piece of crap at the start because he's trying to find a way to sleep with both the women. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I'm at the part now where he just tried to get rid of the uh, fat guy. Um, oh, wait a minute. Don't get too far ahead of me here. Where are you in it? How are you That's... not past me? I'm like only like four or five shows in. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Maybe I am farther than you. The the run out into the desert in the truck? Did you see Oh, that? right. Okay, yeah. No, I got confused with something else. Anyway, yeah. so you see him. <laughs> he's a real piece of shit at the start because he's got always oh, trying to weasel his way in and, and be a scumbag to these two women and even to this new guy that comes into the group. And then, and then at some point, either in every episode or every now and then, he does something that shows that he's actually a good guy. And then you end up liking his character. And then he does something stupid again. So it's like you get these mixed feelings for his persona on the show. But uh, it's growing on me. I'm not, you know, I've already invested whatever, five or six episodes into it. So I'll, I'll push on through, but. It's uh, no It'll be all natural for you. Every turn is brilliant. It's just, it's hilarity. You know, you're not always right about comedy. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I, well, I'm sorry. Stubborn. <laughs> sorry if I'm a student of comedy, but uh, man, that show is good. Uh, no, I'm pretty far ahead. Uh, I've seen a couple more people pop up. Maybe you haven't seen them yet. So I don't want to ruin anything for you. Hello? Did you crash out? Are you still there? Can't you see me? Oh, no, you fucking fell off your chair. <laughs> I was yawning. <sighs> oh, oh, boy, I want a beer. Yeah. I think it's too, um, late, too late into the show to crack one open. That's your other show you do that. Don't want to cross lines here. Cross streams? Yeah, that's world trainees. Yep. I don't know if the trainees appreciate it. I think uh, the, the listeners of this show would appreciate me drinking a beer about it more than more than the tranny fans. Well, if I if I could take a minute to talk about your tranny show, I just want to say I appreciate uh, all the kind words your co-host was saying about this show in particular. So I thought that was great because I'm always bugging you about why I never hear any cross promotion on the tranny cast, and uh, finally your co-host M. Stepped up and had some uh, really nice words for us, which I I think well, you even let him say. I when, was he, when he listens to this episode, I'm sure he'll he'll thank you in his mind. Well, I don't think the, I don't think the Transformer fans actually um, 
would care for any kind of cross promotion, to be honest with you. I don't know if they'd be interested in what we talk about, which is a wide variety mixture of everything, right? Well, you just got to get it out there. You got to shout it from the rooftops. You know, someone's going to listen. So it's all promotion every day. That's what I work on every day, right? I know. It's driving you fucking mental and angry. And I, I got to put my foot down and say enough is enough. <laughs> I'm going crazy. I don't get it. We work hard, man. Work hard. You get Twitter followers and then Twitter followers drop away. You go, what? What did I do? What did I say? Something wrong? What? I don't say that much. What's the matter? Maybe we should have a, a segment where I call out the unfollowers rather than uh, rather than YouTube shout outs to people. It's uh, YouTube call outs. Calling you out, Twitter unfollowers. Uh, I'm telling you. What I do? What? What? Well, number one, they're probably robots, so. No, there's. Call, there's, man. call those fuckers out. Maybe. Maybe I will. Maybe someday. I don't know. You know, people that we communicate with and uh, suddenly just unfollow. Just like that. Well, you know what I came across in the news recently? Are you a big Indiana Jones fan? Well, I was there for the ride. So, yes. Yeah, they're, uh, they're making a number five. I think I heard that. Are you surprised? No. No. Uh, What's, uh, is the Labouf in there? Guess who they're, uh, guess who they're thinking of <laughs> to uh, be the new Indiana Jones. Oh, so is it a reboot? No, just, I I don't know if it's a reboot. They didn't say. They said it's in the works. Well, I'm Whatever stage that means. But, um, so do you know who it is? Yeah. Okay. So I'm yeah. going to guess. I'm going to guess because I'm smart. So I'm a star Lord. Yeah. So you did you know that or did you hear? I'm smart. I feel things throughout the industry. Are Inside. we having a, are we having a Chris Pratt overload if it, it will be him? Yep. Yep. Unfortunately. Can he really, can he really be in that many franchises though? Cause it was, it was just in what the latest one is uh Jurassic park, right? Jurassic park. It's in the Lego movie. Guardians. Mind um, you, good for him for, uh, you know, you got to strike while the iron is hot, right? This is probably going to be his his biggest payday period in his career. Oh, God, yeah. You got you to gotta grove while the groving's good, for sure. You got you to gotta know that Anna Ferris isn't bringing in the money to that relationship. And I think she even put out a statement, like something to along the lines that said, as soon as we make enough to where we're comfortable, we are retiring from the business, like within the next few years. Oh, he's got to tell her to shut up. <laughs> I'm sure that's because her roles aren't coming in anymore like they used to. She's going to blow it for them. Yeah. No, I he'll never, be I never found her attractive either. Really? Yeah. I don't know what it was. I saw her. She had that plastic surgery done or the. Uh, Plastic surgery, or it was, uh, I know she had those injections done on her face. Really messed her up. Made her even more heinous. Oh. Well, I saw her in something, an older movie, but I just saw it recently. 
Uh, I can't remember what it was. She was young. She looked, uh, she looked really good. No, I don't remember what it was. My uh, super ex-girlfriend. She was in that. Oh, with uh, the other blonde? Yep. Uh, super ex-girlfriend. Was that Uma Thurman? The other one? Yeah, Uma Thurman and uh, hmm. Owen, Owen Wilson. I only, I only watch good movies, so I wouldn't know about that one. Yeah, it was kind of on in the background. But, so That's I indulge, man. That's embarrassing. <laughs> I indulge. I'm watching kids at the same time. I don't send them away. The last to movie school. I saw, Anna Ferrison was, and I actually really enjoyed it, was, uh, shit, uh, Take Me Home Tonight. Was that it? Told for Grace. Oh, was she in that? The uh, a, a flashback 80 movie. Yeah. Yeah, she played his sister. And actually, Chris Pratt was in that movie playing Anna Ferris's. Wait, was he in there? Was that him? I don't remember him in there. Could have been. I barely yeah, remember. I, I didn't. Yeah, Chris Pratt was in that movie playing Anna Ferris's fiance in the movie. Yeah, that's right. Beats me. I I know you love that movie, but I I did not. I love retro movies, man. I just love that old. I know you're not a fan of John Hughes, even though you say you're a fan of comedy. No, it's the Molly Ringwald John Hughes I do not appreciate. Huh? Yeah. You don't like her or any movie that she's in? Yeah, her movies and that kind of John Hughes movies. Like planes, trains, and automobiles. Funny movie. It's like a pivotal movie in the comedy world. That was great. Yes. You don't like Breakfast Club. You don't like nope. 16 Candles. You nope. don't like, uh, yeah, what else did he do? I know you like Uncle Buck. Oh, love Uncle Buck. Yeah, great. Thank you for bringing that up. You're exactly right. Sometimes he nails it, and other times he just does these. I liked Uncle Buck before you, by the way. <laughs> oh, really? Can you name any of the characters from Uncle Buck? Yeah, there's the hot sister that I liked. <laughs> and yeah, she's Coffin. a little young. That girl's a little young, Joe. Don't sh- <laughs> oh, you mean the older sister? Oh, okay. Yeah, I said the hot sister. <laughs> Who knows whatever you're thinking, man. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and Macaulay Coughlin was in there, wasn't he? Was that him? Yep. Or was yep. it his brother? No, no, no. That was him. And then uh, I forget her name, but Uncle Buck's redheaded uh, uh, girlfriend. Shanice. Bunch of Shanice. And then um, what's a Shanice? Uh, Coughlin's sister in the movie, Maisie. Hey, nice. Wow. Mm. And the neighbor, neighbor played Roseanne's sister in Roseanne. Oh, uh, the ugly, uh, ugly comedian, Sandra Bernhardt. Yes. No. Yeah, Sandra Bernhardt. No. Wait a minute. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Roseanne's sister in Roseanne. 
Oh, sorry. I thought you were referring to Sandra Bernhardt. Yeah, I don't know what her name is, though. Yeah, she like yeah, plays. Uh, she she plays, plays uh, Buddy's mother in that Big Bang Theory show. She's in Big Bang? She appears sometimes as uh, Sheldon's mother. No, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no? No. Sheldon's mother is. I'm uh, only. Uh, fuck. Listen, one Sheldon's of the few episodes. is uh, one of the main characters in The Good Wife now. She's one of the lawyers. Mm. Pretty sure. No, the sister from uh, Roseanne. That's that's not. She's not in Big Bang. What are we? Is this another Big Breakfast happening here? Yeah, I will. Oh, really? Let's see here. So I look this up. Hmm. Mm hmm. She does not yep. play Sheldon's mother. That's what we're agreeing upon. <laughs> uh, Lori Metcalf. Right is not in the Big Bang Theory as Sheldon's mother. What am I looking at? This is her. Lori Metcalf. Yep, that's no. right. Another big breakfast. No, you're wrong. Thank you. I'm pulling it up on my iPad right now. You're looking on your fucking shitty Samsung, so that's why you're getting wrong info. Look, there's the info right there. Hmm. That's yeah, blurry. I can't tell. No, I'm pulling it up right now. It's the stupid mobile version, so it's not showing me her character name. That's Lori. Lori Metcalf. C A L F. Right. Okay. So that's Lori Metcalf. She was on Roseanne from 88 to 90. Oh, that's the showrun. Uh, Lori Metcalf, IMDb. Motherfucker. Big okay, no, no. breakfast. She was on Big Bang as Mary Cooper. What the fuck? Thank you. I want, no, I want a picture of this Mary Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Sheldon's last name? Oh, shit, it is. What the fuck? What happened oh. to him, man? Thank you. Did she age? <laughs> yeah. Roseanne was like, what, 20 years ago? That, does, that does not look like her, man. She looked like, hmm, wow. When are you going to learn? She got fucking heinous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I love it. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. That would be a big breakfast uh, made up of two eggs, uh, hash browns, bacon, minimum three slices, and two slices of the toast of my choice. And a coffee? No. Nope. I think a bonus coffee should be uh, thrown in for well, this you one. You can pick whatever you want, but you're not going to get it. So, Well, I'll tell we you are getting... We are getting the big breakfast because that was laid down. That gauntlet was thrown by you. I'm still looking pictures up. I don't. <laughs> hmm. I don't know what you hope to find. 
Oh, you know who I was thinking of? Fuck. Uh, Christine Baranski. She plays the mother of uh, Sheldon's roommate. What's oh. his name? Uh, Douchebag guy. Uh, Daryl. No, not Daryl. Doug. Leonard. Leonard, yeah. Christine Baranski's Leonard's mom. And uh, yeah, Metcalf is Sheldon's. Because oh, I always see, I always see uh, Christine Baranski on all the time. I guess I got her mixed up. Well, that is oh, irrelevant. Big breakfast. No, that's obvious mistake, so it uh, doesn't count. You know, we are like one of the very, two of the very few people that don't watch that show. I know one uh, one listener that watches it. So, uh, uh, Chuck, uh, I'm sure you're probably screaming your head off. Uh, <laughs> that little segment goes out to you. <laughs> well, if you saw when we were uh, talking to Duke from Retro Nonsense, he was wearing a Big Bang T-shirt. Was he? Yeah, I had to keep my uh, mouth closed to uh, not say any Big Bang insults during that show. Speaking of which, I'm looking at getting, um, I think I want to find some retro t-shirts. I didn't see any at the show, but I'm going to look online to see if I can find like some, you know, NES controller t-shirts or stuff like that. Well, you can go to any comic book store. Yeah, I'm not paying those prices. Or your retro video game store. Nope, they're a ripoff. That's right. We got games, you piece of shit. Oh, geez. Call them out. <laughs> I went, I stopped into mine again today because I picked up a, uh, a Nintendo DSi on the weekend at a yard sale for uh, $23. And uh, I got it home and I, I didn't have time to test it at the actual sale because the woman was selling it for someone else. And she was on her way, but she was willing to take $23. So I didn't want to wait. I wanted to get this out of there. I thought it was such a good deal. So I took it home and it wouldn't take a charge in the least. So until I really reefed on the uh, plug, like held the plug down enough for the contacts to hit, then it would take a charge. So it's got a really bad charging port. Let's, so. uh, let's put it underneath your, your Honda wheel and drive over it. So I, uh, this was still nine in the morning when I found it, it was faulty. So I drove right back to the yard sale. <laughs> I said, look, I know this is not, uh, any return policy here, but this thing, this thing doesn't work. And luckily they were very friendly with me and she was willing to uh, give me my money back. Uh, if I gave her back the thing, but I said, look at, I'll take a gamble on this thing being, maybe it's the battery. Maybe it's a quick fix. If you give me $10 back, I'll buy it off you for 13 So that's what we ended up doing. Ugh. And upon further examination, though, the charging port is right, right fucked. Even uh, snapped off the little plastic piece inside of it. And uh, so I've been hunting around at repair costs for that. Yeah, it's not good. Any, any guesses what that would be? It's a $2 part. It's a $2 part. So what can you do yourself? Oh, it's a lot of little, you need a lot of little tools and desoldering and 
soldering and yeah, a lot, of, a, a lot of little tools. Is it because of your big fingers? My big fingers? No, I have slender fingers. Very, very nice. I could be a hand model. Anyways, uh, 75 bucks is the going rate for that repair. So that would take the entire Endeavor past 75 85 $88. And you can buy a used one now for around 70 to $79. Drive over it with your car, man. We'll peel on it. Well, I never used to do that. Me and my friends used to buy. When we had stuff that started to break down on us. Uh, back in the day, we used to take my cousin's car and just drive over it and pull skids and wheelies over it and just destroy the thing. Like the old uh, uh, CD Walkman players. Remember those things used to cack out on you? Yeah. Take your frustration on, man. Let's take your Honda over the fucker and kill it. No, the the frustrating thing is it's in perfect condition except for this charging port. Like, it is in immaculate condition. So I might just... Either I take on the project and do it myself, or I just uh, endure having to hold the thing down while it charges. You know, you can jerry-rig up a book on top of it and hold down the DS, and it'll charge that way. Uh, so I really hate to just throw it away. It's a, it's a DS. Everyone loves a DS. Of course, the kid immediately wanted it, so she's been playing it because uh, she just has the old DS Lite, which has, has the smaller screen. So she's loving the bigger screen. How much bigger is the screen? It's huge. It's huge. It's just huge, man. Like, uh, huge. I'm not going to get it out and measure it for you right now. But everyone, all the listeners know what an XL is except for Joe. I don't play those things. You should. No. There's nothing wrong with it. No. So while I was there at the retro video game store, I took some pictures too of their outrageous prices on merchandise. And uh, you'll see them come up on the website at some point, but uh, outrageous, just outrageous. You know, you can post right to the blog from your uh, phone, right? What do you mean? No, I don't know how to do that. No, I'll show you. How about uh, you take charge of something? Look after that. <laughs> no. You know how long it took me to do that last post? Hey, and I did half of it for you. Yeah, but that half isn't up on the, the site yet. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I, anyways, they'll go up on the website at some point. hire someone just to do our shit for us? You could pay me. Then I'll put more heart into it. How about that? I don't know how I could. I'm sweating blood into this uh, endeavor. Always promoting. Always promoting. There's more to it than promoting. (laughs) Tell us some fucking content. Holy shit. Uh, Okay, let's go. Let's go to the channel. Let's go to the channel right now with our 16 subscribers. And which video has the most views? Pop quiz. Come on. Well, that's because. Come on, say it, gangster style. Come only on. Only one. Th- there's only one thing more crazy than tranny fans, and that's <laughs> Dylan fans. And that video gets hits every single day. A nice unboxing of a vinyl box from last year. I still haven't watched it. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> you are a a bum. 
<clears throat> that thing keeps ticking along. I didn't even need to make a custom thumbnail for that because people want to see it. So, love loving that. But, jeez, uh, where are the subscribers to our YouTube channel? Can you explain that one? I think people want to see you in front of the camera. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we, we put that out there, remember? We did the uncontest where if they uh, if they subscribe, we will show ourselves. <laughs> no one bit on that. I think we <laughs> lost subscribers on that day. Yeah, shit. I don't know. It, it's a strange one. It's strange. At least the Twitter is, is growing, although we lose people and we gain people. Yeah, and... Twitter's kind of fun, though. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like one of the fastest ways you can learn information about stuff that you're interested in too, right? Definitely. You keep an eye on that trending column and you can be on top of news faster than, uh, faster than your news flow channel. We'll get to it. <sighs> what room are you in now, man? Same room. I moved just to a different side of it. Hmm. What's the See, uh, guitar behind you there? Oh, that's that's my uh, my acoustic, the old girl, my Norman, Canadian made. I've had that for quite a while. And what's the one to your right? Is that your video game guitar? Oh yeah, yeah. Got some. Uh, I see Gibson on it. Really? Oh yeah. I didn't think that was in the shot. It's the only band. It's the only brand to buy. That's the only way I can afford it is if it's a toy plastic guitar. That's when I get the Gibsons. That's when I bring that out. And of course, you see lots of uh, Bob Dylan posters in behind me and paraphernalia. It's uh, wrinkled and folded. Well, that's because that's a vintage poster. Mm. Uh, that's how they came, folded flat. That's from the Live at Budokan album. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. Does your wife approve of, having, of her having to look at Dylan uh, pictures around the house? No, this is just the basement, which she said I could do whatever to, and then she just trashes it with all of her laundry and stuff. So it's unusable. So Disres disrespect. <laughs> That's right. Take those That's clothes right. and throw them outside if they're hers. That's a good idea. You should try that. Right out the basement window here. That's what I would do. Mm -hmm. um, That's how I run my house. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Did you see the tweet I put out today? The rockin' deal I got? No. No. Shit, man. I went to uh email me that shit. No. Well, it wasn't for you, it was for everyone else. I had to go to uh I actually went to HMV for I open. Yeah, oh yeah. I wanted to get uh for my wife a little Mother's Day thing, so she was a big Guardians of the Galaxy fan. And I knew they had the dancing Groot actual figure that oh, dances. Yeah. Yep. So I ended up getting that. And as I'm walking in, they had these uh, Superman cookie jars, uh, ceramic painted, really nice. Like, uh, you know, you'd see them being sold at Hallmark and that kind of thing. Uh, regular $57 on for $13. Hmm. I didn't even want it, but, uh, I had to buy it at that price. I couldn't help myself. I don't even know what I'm going to do with that. I'm just going to go uh, right into storage. So that makes a lot of sense. 
Although if anyone wants a Superman cookie jar, that can be had for a low, low price of $30. Send an email to stcpodmail.com. I'm just looking at that post right now. <laughs> no, that's not our mail. stcpodmail at gmail.com. Nice looking thing, eh? Who'd you buy this for? The, the cookie jar? Yeah. I just bought it because it was such a good deal. I didn't even take it out of the box. I think it's just going right in on a shelf somewhere in storage. Spending money, man. J-Rock just put a tweet out. Just did an interview for the Toronto Star for a piece on retro gaming. They discussed the Cartridge Club and the retro community. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. That's cool. Wow. Wait, is he from Toronto? Uh, I believe he's in the Hamilton area. Yeah. Got to watch out. The Toronto Star, they're the ones that took down Mayor Rob Ford. Maybe they're after J-Rock now, using retro gaming as a cover. Keep your head down, J-Rock. Calling them out like that? <laughs> wow, that's so, interesting. Anything new in the tweets? Uh, nope. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the Cartridge Club, have you been playing uh, their game of the month, which is Star Fox? Star Fox 64? No, my 64 is packed up. I'm not going to be taking it out until I buy a new one to, I can play with. Holy <laughs> that That's... OCD, man. Oh, OCD. my God. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you have that cartridge anyways? Uh, no, that game was actually, I remember I rented it and played it for whatever I did, like the three-day rental back then. I think there was like a three- or five-day rental. And uh, eh, you know what? I wasn't impressed with it, to be honest with you. Yeah, that you're in the minority. Everyone seems to love that game. I'm playing it on the 3DS, which is a remastered version of the 64. The graphics are just like the 3d looks awesome if you can keep your hands steady enough for it not to go wonky on you but uh hmm. yeah i'm playing through it i'm not like people talk about it like they're just in love with this game like you know that's the game of their childhood but i don't know i feel awfully contained because you're on rails you know you can't it's not a free world for most of the levels and uh I don't know. I find it confining. The targeting takes getting used to. Uh, you know what I mean? Like if I want a, f- a flying game, I just want to be able to go wherever I can go. You know what I mean? Well, it was uh, it was groundbreaking when it came out, wasn't it? I can't remember. I thought it was. That whole 3D flying scenario or something, I don't remember. There yeah. Of, there was certainly a lot of hype on it, though, when it came out. Yeah, well, there was certainly that form of game before that. Uh, definitely, yeah. like I'm trying to think though, there was something about it that was big when it came out. I don't know. It was fun. It was just one of those games that just I don't know. For some reason, it wasn't. I didn't. I didn't consider it worth buying back in the day. You know, we're at May sixth right now. And there's people already posting how they've already finished it, and then they're going to go back and try it another run, and because you can finish it in different ways. 
I, I might just must be a terrible gamer or something. I keep, uh, I'm on this fiery planet thing and I keep, uh, uh, I don't know. Can't get past it. Although I am playing on the 3ds and I find my, uh, hands get cramped up super easy. If you have to use the shoulder buttons quite a bit. Hmm. So I can't play it for longer than say 30 minutes without cramping up. So that that's also a hindrance to me. But uh, it, I don't hate it. It's fun and everything, but it's not the my most favorite game in the world. Some booby. What's that from? Oh, personal collection. Oh, I'll say a cookie. <laughs> a cookie. Um, would you ever consider? I, I know you. What other than the uh, game? The, the DS is in the uh, Xbox. You don't have any other game systems, right? Holy shit. I just bought the uh, Atari Flashback. Well, well, aside from that one, I mean, like actual oh. game systems. Yeah, I'm telling you, I just bought that Flashback, um, which we had up on the website at stcpod.com. And I got grief for buying that. Me. Yeah, I, have, I have a 3DS. Well, the kids have DSs. The wife has a DS, uh, a Wii, and a 360. And I got grief for bringing this Atari home. She started naming off consoles I haven't had for years. You got the Genesis. You got a Nintendo hanging out in the garage somewhere. I, I, I wish I got rid of all of those things. I, I, I don't have it. And, uh, yeah, I, I can't believe it. I got grief. I said, you know just thinking in my head, all these YouTubers we watch with games rooms and whatnot. Oh man. What's did you, what's, did you ask her what the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> For instance, what would your wife say if you brought home another console? Uh, well, right now she would not be happy, <laughs> but that's because we're tight on money because of renovations and all that nonsense. So, hmm. um, well, she settled down after a while. After the look I gave her, she settled back down. I think she realized that I don't have much actually going on. So, yeah, uh, you know. Anyways, yeah. So I got the Atari Flashback with its ninety-two games, which I think we're going to explore a little bit further on the website too. Right? Yeah, of course. You want to put everything on there. I'm loving the missile command. I mean, you were playing that Yars yeah, Revenge. That was always my favorite, man. If you could find that game arcade style, like with the stand-up <laughs> arcade, that would be fun with the big roller ball on it. Yeah, I don't think I ever played it in an arcade cabinet like that, but that makes a lot of sense. Did you? Do you remember playing it with a roller ball? Um, I'm pretty sure I did at some point. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. And Space Invaders... There's some good games on there, and there's some real clunkers too, but we're going to test her out more. <clears throat> and I also happen to see... Oh, you know what? I want to get this out of the way. We got to talk about the finale of Banshee. I finally watched it. Dude, I forgot what happened. Well, so you long. might remember that I've... there was. I said this season had ebbs and flows. And I said every time the military was involved, it was just a terrible, terrible episode. 
And so they had the according to you. Yeah. I think it's a nice they had to bring in a new bad guy. It was outrageous. It was just outrageous to believe that this base is suddenly just off town line. Uh, and uh, it, the whole concept made no sense. I don't want to ruin it for people, but it just didn't make sense. So of course the finale of the ep- of the season uh climaxed on the conclusion of the mi- military uh storyline which was a downer for me and was outrageous and crazy. I was not happy at all, man. Do you remember your thoughts on it? They break into the military compound to free their friends. Yeah. And then the guy gets taken hostage. Uh, But suddenly buddy's wife is like a commando now with a sniper skills and buddy's wife. No, the wife's husband. Buddy, yeah, that's what I meant. The wife's the wife's husband suddenly has all these mad skills. So what was up with that? Where'd I think, that come I think no, I think they'd always mentioned in the past that he'd done some something in the military. No. No, you're making that up. But uh, when yeah. they introduced why would I make that up? I got <laughs> when they it. introduced his character, he was this uh, lawyer guy, you know, low-key right. bookworm, would never be in a high-stress situation like uh, violence or anything like that. They never but, said that. Just because he portrayed himself as a... He was a... The, uh, what was he? The public defender or DA or something? I don't know, whatever it was for that area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm still upset that that uh, hot female cop got had to get killed. <laughs> yeah, that was a few episodes back. Yeah, and when it was on that storyline, complaint for the season because she was my favorite. Oh, when it was you know doing that with the crazy Indians, that was that was a good storyline. It was just the military stuff just was radio from left field and, and didn't tie well, in at all. When you compare this ending to uh, last season's finale ending with the big shootout in the warehouse, remember? In the church? Was that no, in the church? In the, in the, in the warehouse. Hmm. There was the one in the church, but... Um, or was that the season before? It... Yeah, it was a little anticlimactic for me, but um, I don't know. The whole show has to be taken with a grain of salt. Like here we go. Every everything happens a banshee. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I think this is a step for them to take it out of out of the area. Like it, it, with the guy being kidnapped, the. Uh, the computer hacker guy, right? Mm-hmm. It sounds like he's going to be taken off off somewhere else, and the, and they're going to have to leave and go hunt him down, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is what they sort of did with uh, when they were tracking down that Indian guy. How they had to go to uh, where they go, New Orleans or something? Yeah, and that was a spectacular episode. Yeah. Jaw dropping episode. I didn't like how I didn't like how he died. I thought that was a little, uh, the shot to the gut was nice, but when they blew his face off and he was still standing there. Remember? Uh, I, yeah, it was shocking. 
Yeah, I haven't seen that kind of gruesome in television. Well, I don't think ever. It it was a payoff. It was a big payoff for the viewers. Mm. I was because well, yeah, you wanted him to have a violent death, but I don't know, man. I think it was a little too much uh, CG for me. Yeah, it was. I thought it looked. It was really good, though. Looked good. Uh, so that's Banshee. Happy. That's Banshee. I don't know right about that. How'd you wait so long to see the ending? Uh, shit builds up, man. We had Orphan Black come, came back. Bates Hotel. I'm into Game of Thrones. I'm behind on Game of Thrones. Me too. Orphan Can't Black. Up. I haven't started watching the season yet. Yeah, it's uh, not as gripping as it used to be. What Orphan? Yeah. Yeah, might be stammering a little bit, but it might be too early to. I never found it gripping though. That first season, maybe, but yeah, for sure, for I don't sure. Know, man. And I see on my PVR that Penny Dreadful is back too. Oh, that's what I watched. I watched the first episode of that, and I still have to watch the second half of the first season. So I'm way behind on that. This, how did this one start off? My PVR didn't record it for some reason, even though I, I set it up to record the series. So I had to pull it up on demand. Um, yeah, I think it was a good start to the season. I'm a big fan of that Eva Green. She's smoking hot, man. All of our listeners know that. There was a big write-up on her in the latest uh, entertainment magazine from uh, from Rogers. They send out. They still do that? Oh, yeah. Every month. And, uh, man, she's only like, how old is she? 34 or 36? But uh, she's done a boatload of work. All quality stuff. Not all of it we've heard of, but, uh, yeah, man. Wait till you see that episode where she's naked on the bed. Smoking hot. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. Proves my point, man. Holy crap. Uh, the other crazy thing I saw was uh, on the movie channels, the latest Expendables came on. So I thought, let's just see how long I can get through this. And it wasn't very long at all. Let me tell you. You could not imagine how outrageous it is right from the beginning. I was outraged by how outrageous it is. <laughs> It's probably why it was so shitty. It's this scene on a train and they're in a helicopter. And, oh my God. You couldn't even imagine how absurd it is. Does the train, know how, does the helicopter go through the tunnel? Uh, there's some of that. Yeah. There's a little bit of that for sure. And uh, man, it's like, it shouldn't have made it past the storyboard uh, part of the writing. Cause it's just so outrageous. And it ended in explosions, of course. So that's when I turned it off. I didn't get any further than that. Did you watch? Did you see any of it? Hmm. Hey, hello. Hello, what'd you say? Hello. Did you watch any of it? Oh, the expendables? No. Is that what you, you asked me? Yeah, do you think you'll check it out? Sorry. Will you check it out just no. for uh, yeah. shits and giggles? No, because I told you how pissed off it was about how crappy the... The last one was with that whole uh, 
where were they an airport or something a shooting scene inside the airport and they're driving around minis or something <laughs> yeah no it's it was outrageous Chuck Norris Schwarzenegger is ripping a door off the car and uh that was one with Van Damme too right yeah I don't remember how it finished I don't care it's awful it's all, but they said they were going to take this last one more seriously but whew cheapers. Well, it's a shame Although, because the, it started off good with, you know, that first movie did really well. The second one did okay. And, uh, you know, for, for a good bunch of, uh, good group of like ex, you know, Hollywood stars, you know, box office stars anyway. Um, it was certainly a good vehicle for them to get themselves out on. Right. You know, that's why Stallone did it. The studio's pretty much said, no, nah, we don't want to do it. And I think he fronted some of his own money on it, too. I don't know. It, yeah, the first one had something had something going for it, but then it just got outrageous as these kind of movies go about. Uh, but whatever. So that's it. That's all I got to say about my watching experience. <clears throat> I'm done. That soured me talking about Expendables. We do have to give an update, though, to uh, to any new listeners or our loyal listeners that want to go back in time and check out our earlier episodes. We had to do something that was uh, very painful to us. We had to take uh, episodes one through, God, I don't know what, one through ten off, off the air. No longer streaming. Uh, due to the limitations of our crappy podcasting host, Podomatic. <laughs> Shout out to Podomatic. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, we upgraded. We even upgraded our service uh, from the free one. It gives us whatever X amount of gigs. And uh, yeah, man, who knew? You know, we thought thirty plus shows would would take up that much space, and. Uh, Jeez, we ran out sooner than we thought, that's for sure. Yeah, we pump this sucker out once a week, so they add up, I guess. And, you know, Podomatic does not allow any kind of archiving for older episodes like most uh, decent podcasting hosts do. So we're forced to yank them, but you can still see the descriptions and you'll still get information about where you can find the early episodes. Uh, it's, they're just a link away. We can get them to you at your request at any time. Um, and we'll send you the link and you get the entire archive. It's just not streaming from Podomatic. I have a, I have a message from a listener. Um, Chuck from no snob.com. Nice job on the last pod, bro. The editing was great. Good cut in timing. And why haven't you sent me the waitress photo? Obviously referring to our our Mark Maron special. Yeah, pipes McGee. Yeah, a lot those of photos actually, are up. A lot of people enjoyed the. Uh, I, I told them, yeah. What I've had a few comments on that Maron special, and um, uh, the people actually they liked it with the editing. You know how we did. Um, they especially enjoyed the part where we. Recorded ourselves going down pre-show, post-show, and then uh, 
you know, throwing a little bit of Marin in there. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I've, I haven't seen much feedback on the website as usual. Jeez, uh, people, come on and uh, join in on the conversation. Right there on the website, we got a comment section. Tell us how we did because uh, I don't know. That was our first time having a uh, pretty uh, post-produced, edited podcast, rather than this uh, live live to tape menagerie we put out normally. Uh, and on the website, we added all the photos that are uh, that happened that night. Uh, and I'm happy to hear people are listening to it because I thought if we did a, a, a specific episode, like a Mark Marin episode, people say, uh, I don't know who Mark Marin is, so I'm not going to bother listening, but, uh, <clears throat> people have decided to try it anyways. And really it's not so much about Mark Marin. It's just more about our experience trying to enjoy the show. Right. And it was our first outing out. Yeah. The STC pod out in the wild for the first time. Any word on on other possible shows that we can check out? Upcoming events or anything like that? I know I'd mentioned, uh, I know it'll probably never happen anytime soon, but like, you know, maybe another comedian or I'd say like Louis CK or something, right? Nothing's on the radar, but it was just announced that Artie Lang will be headlining the Just for Laughs Festival in Montreal. That'd be a bit of a road trip for us. Yeah, I might not fly. No. <laughs> you know what? I've heard a couple of the specials and or whatever, specials or club events or whatever they were, but uh, I just don't find his stuff funny. I enjoy his stories, like when he was on the Stern show and him just telling stories of the past or whatever, right? Found those extremely entertaining, but any of his like comedy club shows or whatever, it's just, yeah, the humor just didn't do it for me. Yeah, I agree with you. And I don't think he, you know, uh, he's a great storyteller. Yeah, absolutely. And he, he holds on to material for quite a while. Like if you, I catch all of his uh, late night appearances, his talk show stuff. And if you watch all those, you're going to hear the majority of his act. So, yeah, what can you do? Have you checked out his uh, podcast show yet? Yeah, here and there. It's behind a paywall, so I've only sampled it. I can uh, maybe get you an episode or two. What I've heard, it's great because it's, you know, it's already in his stories. Uh, he's got nothing holding, holding him back at this point. Uh, so he can so, say whatever he wants. So is he no longer doing that radio show? Nope. Nope. It sounded like that was going well for him too. Yeah, I think it was, but, you know, no, I don't think uh, anyone wants to pay big talent fees anymore for radio. Doesn't seem like it. Yeah. yeah, not when there's a, you know, someone else would be willing to do it for a lot less money too, right? Always, always. And it's just easier to have a playlist going too. <clears throat> but I don't know, man. I think. Uh, Speaking of which, do you think Stern's going to renew his contract? 
Stern. Whew, that's a tough one. I that is a tough one. There's a lot of talk about his new Florida home and all that. Uh, I don't know. He is coming back for Got Talent, right, in the summer. Well, I don't know. They're shooting that right now, yeah. So Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. Every contract he says he's done, so it's so hard to gauge. Uh I bet she's close to finishing to wrapping this thing up. That's my guess. What what's your thoughts? Well, I'm up to date on all his episodes or show episodes. Um they they touched on it briefly again with uh I think J D had asked him a question about it or some oh no, it was uh Ryan Philippe was on the show. Saying you know, saying how big of a fan he was and all this, and they were talking about Letterman retiring, and he goes, uh, you know, he's basically saying, who knows if this will be my last show or not? You know, my last show could be my last show and not even know about it, right? Like there's there's not going to be a big fan farewell or anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. Could just be literally his contracts up, and then that's the last of his shows, and that's it. But um. I don't know. Even with the AGT, he talks about how much he hates doing the work for it. He just likes judging it. So he's having another one of those seasons with the show where he just he hates the travel for it and all that. Uh, I don't know. Huh. From what he's saying, he hasn't even really sat down with any of the serious execs yet and said this, this or that, right? Yeah, and it does still sound like his staff is paring down, you know, getting smaller and smaller. So, uh, I don't know. He's still he's still on two channels, right? Yes, but I think the 101 is just like uh there's a lot less content on there, I think. Than what there was in the in the past years. Yeah, I've heard something that he's not on two channels anymore. But like on their all of their bumpers and shit, they don't say Howard one hundred and one hundred and one. They say just say Howard one hundred. Hmm. Yeah, it's really strange. And you never know if he's got other stuff in the works too, right? Yeah, like where's the video portion of his show? What's up with that? He might have something totally else and something completely different in mind for the fall. Like uh, come out like Oprah with her own, her own real channel, television channel. Mm. You never know. Cause he did that uh, production with uh, white house or white. Oh, remember what it's called? It's the company that did, um, I think, his birthday bash as well. Hmm. No, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I remember I talked about it to you, and I can't think of it now. I don't know. I'll wait and see, though. I, I've, I've been meaning to go back, though, and listen to past episodes from his, like all the way back from uh, his first years on Sirius, so back 2006. 
And because uh, for me, those first five years on the air there were probably his best years. Just everything was going full bore, you know. You knew he had, you know, another, at least another five-year run after that. So there was like no limits in terms of creativity or what they were trying to pump out or expand the channels, you know. It was first. It was his first real foray into essentially, uh, you know, free streaming radio without any restrictions. Right? They were they were really good, of course, yeah. But um, if you can even go back to the uh, terrestrial radio, those last two years were really, really good as well because he was under uh, such constraint and. He, he st- already was there and already was dealing with his uh, demons full on at that point. Uh, there, those are some really good shows. If you, if you want to go back before satellite, give the last year a turn. If you're looking for stuff to listen to, I just hate how he sounded back then though. Right. He was well, really, that, sounded I know really what, weird. Like he was really nasally. I know what you're thinking. That, that is like 10 years before that. That last year on real radio, it he sounded bassy. It was it sounded really good. It was full on. Hmm. You won't be disappointed. All right. Well, I know I've never heard it. So, well, yeah, I've been a fan much, 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 much longer than you. So, yeah, but you've since left. So, <laughs> I've uh, pretty much caught up and surpassed the amount of listening time that you've given the show okay well dude i'd love to talk all night with you here but uh, the longer we go the more old shows we have to yank off the internet so <laughs> you want to wrap this uh this baby up or what how long have we been on i i always forget to start a stopwatch i don't know i don't know what we're at yeah, this one might be an hour and a half oh christ jesus am i listening to this one <laughs> yeah that'd be nice That'd be something, mm-hmm. would you? So what do I got to do? Pull it off of YouTube? Yeah, it'll be on our YouTube channel. Mm. It'll be private. You'll listen to it. Can I know, but can I download it? Uh, yeah, you have to do an uh, YouTube to MP3 conversion. Yep. So that's that. Um, right. well, all right. always, uh, you can follow us on our blog site at stcpod.com. Follow us on Twitter at stcpod. Yeah, quit unfollowing us. Christ. Go What's to uh, YouTube. You're hurting me every time you do that. YouTube slash start to continue. Uh, YouTube.com slash start to continue. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Well, uh, no, it's not. Well, you got to put that dot .com in there. or we'll read, my mind, man. read my mind. But we got tons of goddamn co- uh, content on there. It's it's crazy. It's getting the wrong. Crazy. It's getting the uh, You put up so much toy expo stuff. Like if anyone's interested in vintage toys or Transformers or, uh, you know, that toy conventions in the least, you can browse through hundreds of products that Joe took pictures of and you get to see all the prices and uh, you did, you did good, good work there, man. 
That was a lot of work. We'll see what the return is on it. We'll see what the ROI is. Nice. <laughs> All right. We'll catch you later. And uh, that's that, I guess, eh? All right, brother. Do it. Post it and post it.